0: Hi, this is Amanda
1: and this is Jen
0: and you're listening to Just This, a podcast that explores everything around being and becoming a mother or parent.
1: We're excited to have you join us as we dive into the practical details as well as the unseen energetics on topics that span from preconception to years after birth.
0: All right, so today we were going to talk about body image. Uh, And we will in the future. (laughs) However, we felt very inspired because when we're recording this presently, we are in the midst of eclipses and there've been a lot of things happening and we felt the message to just slow down. And that inspired us to talk about slowing down in, in the whole journey of becoming a mother and motherhood unfolding and postpartum as well as even potentially i'm sure jen has a lot to say about this prior to even conceiving so jen was very excited when i suggested this topic she said she had lots to say so i'm happy to pass the baton to you on where you want to start this conversation
1: okay should we start what are you thinking pregnancy postpartum what are you feeling
0: Let's start with postpartum because that seems the most logical and probably what people think of when they think of slowing down after having a baby. Mm -hmm. And then maybe we can move backwards through pregnancy into conception and how these concepts of slowing down actually would benefit starting even earlier versus just waiting until the baby arrives.
1: I love that. Okay. So when actually the first time that you stated about slowing down, I immediately thought about the first time I went to listen to baby's heart and respirations at a birth. And the first time I did it, there was a lot of noise in the background. Listening through a stethoscope can sometimes be hard. And I realized the way to actually hear them is to slow down (laughs) and really focus. And that's when I could actually hear the baby. And so that was kind of my first real, I feel like, moment of recognition where I was, oh, you really do have to slow down and be present with the baby to kind of hear them in that way. And then, of course, over time, as you get better and more experienced, there's less of that. But there's also this thing, too, and this idea, especially I'm going to talk with little ones with babies that we really do have to slow down like the world moves so fast and i think a lot of postpartum parents can relate to this the first time they take their kid out of the house especially living in the city where things are so fast paced and how the cars are going so fast and there's lights and everything is just it seems like a lot a lot of stimulation and here i was prior to that in in my house trying to honor some at least a week of time of not doing anything and that really does slow us down. But when we get back into that world and introduced, it moves so fast. And so, yeah, I think slowing down is really important. And especially when we do newborn exams, we also have to really slow down. And any postpartum visit that we do, it's a lot slower paced. It really is all around the baby. So things are more or less We have a plan in mind of how we like things to go, but everything kind of revolves around the baby. Slowing down too helps us to recognize what actually needs to be done in the best flow, if that makes sense. Do you have any thoughts about this so far?
0: I think for parents who've never had a kid, the best comparison can be if you're in a deep retreat and then you come out of this retreat back into the world and it takes you time so it's not just baby of course baby is going to be very overwhelmed slowing down for baby is going to help them with their kind of immersion into this world Mm -hmm. but as a parent too especially as a birthing mother your what you've gone through it's going to take you time as well and Mm -hmm. as parents as for both parents It's such a change when you have a newborn of Mm -hmm. how life is, the rhythms of life and everything, your whole world becomes tending to this little baby. And that can be difficult to pull away from everything else and realize this is my world right now, this and myself, because your sleep patterns are off, you're adjusting to being around a crying baby, Learning new things of how to care for a baby, all of that can be its own set of overwhelm. I just, yeah, the first thing I was thinking is just how can people relate to this? And there's really nothing you can do to prepare yourself. Mm -hmm. But imagining if you've ever been in a, a deep retreat and then you come back to the world and everything just seems like, whoa, or if you've ever been out in the forest for a week or something in deep nature and you come back and everything, it just takes you a while for your brain to. To catch up. It's like that only for probably months. And then you kind of have to slowly do this like immersion. And I think it's important too. And we've talked about this with slowing down. There's so many reasons to slow down postpartum. One is for your own healing and -hmm. self-care two is to connect with your baby Mm -hmm. to be able to pick up on their cues, to be able to just be in sync with their rhythms, which is going to make your life easier and baby's life easier. And then the third thing is it's not just retreating from the world, but really, we've talked about this, really being conscious of what you're allowing in. Mm. And I've seen people, and I recommend this, is if you are going to have people coming in, having some kind of rules you've written out or intention statement on your door of, Just reminders because the outside world hasn't just had a baby and they might forget that, you know, talk in a softer voice, help out and do one thing in the household when you're here. Don't just come and talk to the mom all for an hour because that's very energetically draining, even though Mm -hmm. people forget that. So kind of just intentional reminders for anyone coming in, hey, this world inside this space is actually moving at a different pace from what's outside that door. And that's very helpful. I think to maybe now we're going back into pregnancy during those months leading up to your birth, writing those intentions out. So you have that ready to post on your door of just this world is now a sacred space. Consider it just like a retreat space a med- space of meditation. Cause that's kind of what you're in is a weird sort of meditation in itself, <laughs> but especially post-birth, it's going to be more on that, you know, quieter side and Yeah, those are the things that came to mind there.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting because as you're explaining that, I was just thinking too that we spend around nine months, really kind of almost 10, getting pregnant, growing this baby, right? And then all of a sudden out of kind of, I shouldn't say out of nowhere, but a lot of times out of nowhere within a day or less on the high end of that three days, but sometimes as short as four hours, a baby's born, completely life-changing. And so I think what I'm trying to get at is with pregnancy, there's this low evolution of becoming pregnant and the baby growing, but postpartum, almost all of a sudden your life changed. That whole concept of taking things slow and allowing yourself time to kind of adjust, I think is kind of a, a point there that I think is also important to point out because Sure, we can drop into things really quickly, but it's a lot harder on our system and our body, especially when, like you said, we're healing and trying to take care of this new being and this new life and this new way of living and all that stuff. So,
0: And kind of going back now as we go back, travel back from postpartum and time, birth itself too, in order to drop in if you're doing a natural birth and you really surrender to the experience of your body birthing, you have to slow down for Mm -hmm. that. You can't push your way through birth. It's almost like the more you can slow down, Mm -hmm. the smoother your birth will maybe go. And you are already and going through birth in this deep process, you've had to take your body to this whole deeper, slow level to get through birth and you're coming out of that. So you're already dropped in again, like to this deep kind of, if you've been in like this dark silent meditation mm-hmm. for days to birth your baby. And so you're still coming out of that. And it's important to, to kind of realize that the postpartum phase is almost like a continuation going into birth, it's that's the slowing down is important in the birth process.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I totally love that. And I think it's true. We can't force ourselves through things and we have to really slow down. And it made me think too, like, when we say slow down, what does that really mean? What's the definition of slowing down? What do you think this definition of slowing down means?
0: For me, it's literally just pausing, being in the moment, doing what you need to do to just be right in that moment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, and it's, it can be very hard. And again, I was just thinking all the things that slowing down helps with like breastfeeding. You <laughs> yes. can't, we we're talking about not rushing through things. You can't rush through breastfeeding. You Especially have to in the just, beginning. Yeah. You yeah. have to slow down. It can be, you can be in a frustrating moment. The baby might be worked up, but there's no forcing through the moment. You have to just take a breath hopefully get the baby calm enough and just have to be right there in the moment so for me slowing down is is just being quiet and in the moment yeah
1: that's what i would say i was gonna use the word present like being present but yeah that's essentially being in the moment and it's interesting too because after burning man when we were all there (laughs) We'd go out together and it was this whole hour process to get five, six adults ready. I mean, we're not even talking kids, right? But it was like just this waiting period. And what I really took from that was that with my son, I would constantly before Burning Man, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, this constant rush. And what it really taught me was just slow down and really allow him to get ready on his time and not be in a rush. How many seconds or minutes am I really saving by saying like, go, let's go. Not much, really, right? Like in the grand scheme of thing, maybe a minute or two. So I just wanted to point that out too, that there is some lessons in in slowing and down and being present.
0: Piggybacking off that, the interesting thing is, I had a similar, I had a similar experience when I used to nanny, where a child I think was four or five, and I was supposed to get them to school in the morning, and they wanted to, they were so excited to show me something they were playing with, and same thing went through my mind of, okay, I'm supposed to be on this schedule, getting this child to a place by a certain time. And here's this innocent child Mm -hmm. in the moment, wanting to share this thing with me. And it was almost heartbreaking of, wow, this is how it starts to end for children Mm -hmm. when parents start to step in and not honor and see that and not be in that moment. And Where's the balance with that? There is a balance. And what I've actually found that, I don't know, just mind blowing moment I was in (laughs) has really stuck with me. And I always do try what you're saying. I try to pause, at least take 30 seconds and acknowledge whatever the child is being present with and try to be present with it for a small moment. Because what I've actually found is when you can do that, then the child will move faster and be like, okay, like, cool. I showed you this cool thing and you connected with me and we connected in this moment. Mm -hmm. And now I'm all right, let's go in the car. No problem. (laughs) So it actually, in some weird way, can make things move faster when we pause and connect and are Mm -hmm. in the moment as we are trying to rush along in our life. So
1: a hundred percent. I totally agree. I, yeah, I a hundred percent agree giving them, them that time and space, it does really open up. And again, like that moment, like you said, 30 seconds or whatever they're showing you is really not that long. But sometimes because like with my son, that pace of how he's talking, it feels so slow. But in reality, it's a minute. It just connect for a minute. It's okay. And the other way I actually helped with that too was to actually allow more space in the morning for those type of things to come up. So instead of trying to rush through things, now we have a lot of time in the morning. And so things can move out a little bit of a slower pace.
0: This can be applied to other relationships too, of an, just thinking lessons. I'm still integrating. I, ha- I have certain people in my life who tend to talk slower or take more time to explain things.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: my instinctual adult mind is always get to the point get to the point I don't need every (laughs) detail but I have practiced and I'm still practicing trying to first of all when I engage in conversation be open like you're saying to adding that time and knowing this might take longer and just in my mind be like hey I'm gonna actively listen right now I want to ask tell me about this and then actively listen and also prepare myself it might take longer then I would communicate something. Yes, like again, parenting lifelong skills with every relationship that you have in your life.
1: <laughs> so true. It's so true. And really, if we want to throw this back into pregnancy, <laughs> that listening to what our body needs during pregnancy, right? Because that's what we're talking about: slowing down and giving ourselves a moment. Hey, what does my body need right now? And maybe it's just I need to sit down and put my feet up because they're so swollen. For five, 10 minutes. I think that's also part of slowing down is giving us a moment to, to ask ourselves, what do we need in this moment? The other thing I try to do in slowing down, cause I'm, I'm like you, hurry up. Like let's speed it up. The other day I stopped for coffee and after I got in the car, I wanted to look how long it took. Cause I was like, this is taking forever. And I was really trying to be calm. There's no rush. You don't have to be back at a certain time, but I had a million things to do at home. So I wanted to get home fast. And in the end I looked at it and it took 15 minutes, but it felt like it was taking almost 20 to 30 minutes. I guess what I'm trying to say here is in those moments I really try to hey, let's let's just enjoy this moment for a minute. Like how are you doing? Cuz we don't check in with ourselves and let's let's appreciate what we have around us for a moment and yeah, those type of things cuz
0: yeah, going into pregnancy so some things I recommend in pregnancy again when you're pregnant, you can start practicing things that will really be helpful when you do get to the postpartum phase. No, no need to wait for baby to come. So I really like what you were saying there of slowing down, checking in with yourself, creating time to slow down and check in with your partner. I mm. feel like is so important. It's really a magical time during pregnancy, especially if you don't already have other children, mm-hmm. because this will be the last time you guys are together without a child for a while, a while 100%. in your relationship and your dynamic will be changing so take that time slow down it can pregnancy can be that time where people start to feel frantic it kind of sneaks up on you oh my gosh we only have this amount of time but the more you can slow down and just be and wherever stage you're at it's really going to those moments are going to benefit you in the long run and if you can practice slowing down and taking time with your partner during pregnancy that's going to be really helpful, especially if you can just say, okay, we're going to try to extend this. Once the baby does come, we're going to take our Monday nights and that's going to be our time together to talk to whatever, to, to do, to spend a little chunk of time and really connect Mm -hmm. that can be, that's going to be very helpful as you, you go into postpartum. And I just on this note, I mean, and this can be applied to all phases, conception, pre-pregnancy, pregnancy, pregnancy, and postpartum, slowing down is not valued in our society. It's not seen as something we should prioritize and that in itself can make it a hard practice. Once we have a baby, we're somewhat forced to do that. We don't have a choice, Mm -hmm. but consciously choosing to prioritize that earlier and Learn how you can best implement that with your own beliefs and societal kind of pressures that you have in your life, because that's going to be unique for everyone, is really going to put you ahead of the game and make postpartum that much easier, make your life that much easier, make your pregnancy that much easier, but it'll make every stage of this process so much easier as you move forward. And it's something that anyone can do and everyone should do is prioritize slowing down. And if more of us did that, maybe, maybe our culture would change a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think it's, it's true. We are in such a fast paced society consistently and constantly. And a part of it is that it's hard, right? We have so much to do. And then on top of that, we're in a rush because things take a long time and working a lot and all that stuff and yeah it's important to slow down and i think too like in just my experience of the world and kids definitely help to teach us to slow down and i think also seniors the elderly they also really teach us slow down as well so when i come across some uh, kids and and seniors too like really try to make an effort yeah things move slower and even in the postpartum period, like if you think about it, if you haven't been pregnant yet or had give birth, you won't know, but you will. Even getting up to go to the bathroom is that first time. It is slow. It's like, oh, let's move to the edge of the bed and sit here for a minute. Okay, now let's stand up. Okay, standing up. Now let's walk to the bathroom. It's a legit, like a slow process. So even in that postpartum period, we are forced to slow down. In our society, we're not. And the other thing I, I try to remember too, is that what, what kind of makes me a little bit more fast paced is that I, I constantly feel rushed. You got to get here on time. And no, if you're five, 10, five, 10 minutes late, it's not the biggest deal in the world because that also, I think puts a lot of pressure in our society to hurry up and, and do things that are not in honor of slowing down and just being present with ourselves and in our body
0: so let's talk about pre pregnancy for a moment cuz you're mm-hmm. more in tune with the wisdom of the pre pregnancy mm-hmm. desired conception how do you see slowing down fitting into into getting pregnant
1: yeah i think that our culture like i said was very fast paced as you pointed out as well it's very fast paced and you know a lot of my knowledge comes from from chinese medicine and so Fast-paced, it uses up a lot of energy, which we would consider yang in, in Chinese medicine. And to really nourish, we need more yin energy, which is like more calming, it's quiet, it's uh, nourishing, those type of, type of words and language that we use. So when we're trying to get pregnant, we really do want to nourish ourselves and really honor ourselves. In the context of slowing down, we have to really slow down not only to nourish ourselves, but create space to get pregnant one thing i asked is how are you going to create space for this child you can't just be on a hundred and then get pregnant especially if you're having infertility issues like you have to slow down you have to take care of yourself otherwise like you're just burning the candle and there's no space to welcome in another being i think slowing down is a lot of nourishing yourself creating space to allow that to come in there and then to be present about what your body needs and what it wants. And also a lot of fertility is unexplained. And so when we slow down, it also gives us an opportunity to kind of look at what we're holding on to in our belief systems. And despite how much we might want a child, we might still have some underlining belief systems because we're brought up in our society for 10, 20 years, like don't get pregnant, don't get pregnant, use birth control, right? Like all that that constant mindset can create some issues sometimes. And then also too, sometimes there's fear that comes up or emotions that are attached to it that also by slowing down, it allows us to kind of explore a little bit too.
0: Yeah, I like that. And comes to my mind is the slowing down, there's, when we take a minute to pause and slow down for extended periods of time, Things that might come up that we were just going so fast, they didn't have the space and time to come up. And you can really tune into those subtle things in your body, even both your mind and your body. Conception issues that are unexplained, when you slow down, maybe there's no one that knows your body better than you. And maybe there's things that come up and you feel in your body that you just weren't feeling before even Mm -hmm. physically subtle things that you're able to see and I love the energetics part of this because it's it's the same thing applies for a baby and you'll hear this if you're trying to invite like a new lover into your life or you want a partner have you created your space that's for that that's inviting that in even just mentally when we do that in our physical environment when we create things in our physical environment or we're changing our habits or patterns to say hey i am in my life creating this space by changing my schedule or again slowing down to say i'm i'm ready i'm ready to slow down and invite this baby in that that even changes our mind without even knowing it subconsciously okay. because we respond to our physical environment all the time so when we're actually making changes in our lifestyle or our physical environment that kind of are more allowing for that we're being reminded constantly on a subconscious level that we're ready that we're we're actually intentionally ready to call this in and another thing that this brought up for me when you were talking is slowing down as a ritual mm-hmm. in itself. Just yeah. simply, we try to make these rituals that we do all fancy. And I was on another call last week. We were joking that sometimes you need to tell someone to write things down and burn it on the full moon and this and that. <laughs> but it's the simple actions we do in our everyday life that are actually, they're ritualistic. And
1: Absolutely.
0: just slowing down is such a beautiful ritual especially if you're bringing awareness and intention to how you're choosing to slow down in your life that is its own little magical ritual that you're bringing into your days so know that you're doing magic when you're slowing down with intention
1: (laughs) I love it yeah and I just to talk about rituals and then I kind of want to go back a little bit to what you talked about I think especially like when I notice I'm in my day-to-day life and things are still are not moving fast enough. I try to take that time as a reminder to ritualistically slow down, take a breath, be present, that in itself becomes a ritual. So whenever I'm confronted in my experience, going through a process where this is moving too slow, it's a reminder to take a moment and pause and breathe and, and just slow down and go forward. So that's how I try to put that in. Also, like you said, creating space to slow down is really important, especially on days that we have really busy, busy schedules. For me, I do things as simple as just a bath or just a long shower, something where I can actually slow down and really become present and relax, which is also kind of what I want to talk about as well, is that the idea when we slow down, it actually gives our body a moment to relax, which is going to help our nervous system. We're in like this constant state of hurry. Our nervous system is going to be in more of a fight or flight type environment. With the mind, it's going to create different hormonal changes. The whole system is going to be completely different compared to those moments when we just are calm and can actually slow down and be present and really relax our body so that we're not just in the state of tension, basically. The relaxation is ultimately what we want, right? Like we yeah. want to be relaxed and that's Jersey. what's going to... Yeah, exactly. To receive, I
0: want to come back to the ritual part too. I think another thing you can do, it can work the other way of creating a small ritual to help you slow down.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: exactly. that could be as simple as sometimes you'll have maybe beads on like a beaded bracelet or something simple or a mantra that you have. Mm -hmm. And even just closing your eyes and stating the mantra three times or counting the beads on your bracelet, doing little things that will help you slow down in the moment. So I I can work the other way, like being slow is a ritual in itself, but -hmm. also you can find something that's very simple that can help you. If you find that you're in a moment that's hard for you to switch very fast Maybe you have a mantra that you say, or you have a little thing you do that just helps you tap back into that slowing down moment. So you can work either way.
1: Yeah, it actually, when you're talking about that, it really brought up to this idea that when we slow down, it also gives us an opportunity to kind of be grateful for what we have, because I know when I'm in a rush, I'm thinking ahead. It's all forward movement. So I think, too, in that having those rituals, it also allows us to just be grateful for what we have in our lives right now and to really also experience the moment of life.
0: One of my favorite ones that somebody taught me was to look for five natural things. So if you're wanting to slow down or you're finding yourself anxious or anything, or you're angry even, to Mm -hmm. look around and... They they say five natural things because that's connecting you to nature I think and letting mm-hmm. you observe a small thing so it could even be like an ant crawling on the ground a cloud passing in the sky the leaves rustling in the trees noticing and pointing out five natural things in your environment. I like what that, that had said so yeah that was that's a nice one that I sometimes still implement.
1: That's great yeah but I'm like I super frustrated
0: it. with my child and <laughs> in in a rush and trying to be like okay cloud, sun, moon, you're all still here.
1: And on that point too, I think it's also good to ask ourselves maybe what are we in a rush for? Why are we in such a rush? Because kids do such a great job of being present in in the moment. And granted, they don't have, they have a little responsibility, but not near the amount of responsibilities that we have as adults. And so it allows them to really drop in and I think we forget as adults, and we you kind of touched on this earlier, how we just zap them of that. I
0: totally agree with that.
1: This was very like how this this topic on slowing down went. And I also say will say that it's been interesting listening to podcasts, just re-listening to ours after because I realized how fast I speak <laughs> and how much of an effort I have to take, even slowing down in my in my speech with people. It's been an interesting. An interesting progress that I'm personally continuously working on is to slow down. I find it easier sometimes as a midwife to slow down because it's so ingrained in that process. But in my own life, it's a work. It's a work in progress.
0: <laughs> yeah, the podcast thing is funny because the only time I listen to podcasts on single speed is if it's at night, and I'm going to bed. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> it's always one and a yeah. half to two two times. <laughs>
1: I am exactly the same.
0: <laughs> Got to cram that cram that energy in, maximize
1: mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. So. Yep, exactly. I think so the takeaways of slowing down is try to create some rituals around slowing down if possible, even small things. They're Just do funny. an audit
0: wherever you are. I would say bring awareness to it. Where does life feel rushed? And also look at where does life feel like a struggle often when it feels like a struggle if we just slow it down in that area then it can feel more easeful Mm -hmm. so I would say take an audit of those things and then try to implement one small action no matter what phase you're in and your journey here of how you can slow down and use a tool if you need to a ritual or however it is I'd love to hear If you listen to this and you do that, I'd love, you know, we have a little voicemail. You can leave a voice note for us or just send us an email. What's the one way you're slowing down right now? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that actually, that last comment that you said, it made me realize when we slow down and be present with our kids, it will help us not feel like they're growing up so fast because I hear that a lot from from parents where their kids are grown, that it goes so fast. And I feel like this last year, especially with my son, I have really made a lot of efforts to really slow down and be more present with him. I really felt that by slowing down and being present with him, I felt like I got a lot of really great moments and experiences with him in slowing down. I think it will also allow us to really appreciate that time and really honor that time with our kids because it does, it will go fast. But if we slow down, it won't necessarily feel like it it passed us by we don't know where the time went type of thing so
0: yeah that's, that's with anything vacation mm. everything just anything so in mind true. if you want to really savor it so I love slow that it down
1: slow it down <laughs> maybe we should have a t-shirt slow it down <laughs> slow
0: it, savor it and slow it down savor
1: it and slow it down <laughs> Hey there, amazing listeners. We just want to say a huge thank you for tuning into our convo on the Just This podcast today. We appreciate each and every one of our listeners and your continued support means the world to us. If you enjoyed this episode and
0: found value in it, we would be incredibly grateful if you could take a moment to leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it too. Your reviews and shares not only motivate us, but they also help others discover our show.
1: We're also all about keeping the conversation going and hanging out with our incredible community. Head over to justthis.site, that's J-U-S-T-T-H-I-S dot S-I-T-E, where you'll find additional resources, ways to connect with us, and join the conversation, plus some more goodies. Thank you again for being a
0: part of the Just This community.
1: We'll be back soon. Until next time,
0: remember to take care of yourself and embrace the wonder as you navigate this extraordinary adventure.